It's time for America's most unique motorsports show, Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer, brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. Good afternoon. I'm Kirk Elliott, sitting in for Scott Trailer here on Racing Boys, but mostly motorsports show. Scott Trailer headed out towards Indianapolis yesterday. PRI show is going on. A lot of news uh, happening out there that we're going to talk about during this show. A little bit later on, we'll have Derek Kessinger from Flow Racing on. Talk about uh, the just-finished Gateway Dirt Nationals under the dome at St. Louis and late model racing in general. A lot of late model news coming out. So we'll talk with Derek about that a little bit later on in the hour. Todd, surprise, uh, hanging around. How you doing, Todd? Doing really there we go. Doing pretty good. How you doing this yeah. morning, Kirk? Elliott? Yeah, hanging in. Getting ready for Christmas. Yes, sir. You got your shopping all done? Got a couple more things to do. Um, obviously, I've got my list already sent to that. My wife says, here's what I need, and then I make sure it gets picked up by whoever or she orders it. So that part of it's taken care of. You but, order most of it online now? Um, That's what I should do. A lot of it gets ordered online or Amazon or from the website. Like my kids have couple of the kids have specific things they need so it's just easier to do it that way and but yeah let me tell you um it seems like you're done and then you always remember no i haven't got this finished or i haven't done <laughs> so it's never yeah. finished until like like scott said when you did the other day new christmas eve will probably be the day i finish everything <laughs> so <laughs> i need to have it done before christmas eve this year that's, well that's the thing i used to do every year shop on Christmas Eve. That's a that's a guy tradition, right? Yeah. I mean, you know. Right. That's, that's it's so stressful <laughs> now. I, I don't want to deal with the stress anymore. I just want to get it in and get it over with now. Yeah. That's the way it, I feel about it. It's tough. I mean, when I was younger, it, it really wasn't a big deal. I mean, it was it was what it was, you know. But now, when you, as you get older, the people and the stress and everything, it's just, uh, it's a lot of... We're in a different situation, though, this year, Kirk. This year, last year, was the first two years that we didn't incorporate a chili bowl around our holiday, right? Like, normally, we have to kind of, like, say, okay, we're going to maybe be here this week in Tulsa so we can do our thing on this day. Or, no, my family will be finished on this day. I'll be down in Tulsa on this day. And last year and this year will be the, the years that, you know, we haven't really had to even think about that part other than let's just watch some highlights or watching some racing right so yeah it used to be when we were uh, producing the live video we'd go down there starting what next week next like a week. Uh, week before christmas and start setting up down there and then we'd come back on you know a couple of days before christmas then go back down the day of christmas or maybe the day yep. after to get ready for the shootout just and a- then we'd come back to kansas city and then we'd go back down there for the chili bowl that's that was the routine that we had. It, so we'd make about what three trips that's, down and yeah, back, if, if at <laughs> at the least. Sometimes, <laughs> if we're, you we're in Kansas City right now, so it's only about four hours, four hours, four and, and a half hours to the to depending on what studio we were coming. When we were in the old Liberty Studio, it might be a little farther, but yeah, let me tell you, or the old Independent Studio. But yeah, I uh, this year is the Christmas will be fun. Um, kids are getting to that age. My kids are getting a little older now, so it's not like all about presents and everything it's more about being around the family and stuff and having presents and and eating and stuff and yeah. and entertaining you know that kind of thing so kind of come full circle almost in the surprise household with we've got more more stockings on our thing since my we have 
my my son has a girlfriend and my um, daughter has a boyfriend so there's more stockings hanging on the on the thing you get stockings on your on your at your house kirk not at your personal house but i mean at your family's house yeah we didn't have a uh, fireplace or no. a chimney or anything at the uh, house where i grew up in we did in the house that i moved to when i was a sophomore in high school there was a fireplace and we put stockings up did but, the whole deal uh yeah we had we had stockings and the whole deal a lot yep. of memories from back then uh, you know the fact that christmas falls on a sunday yes. that kind of expands the whole this those weekend, were does the, it not those were the favorite ones for me when you were a kid because it felt like i don't know it, i don't you like to have a, you know the weekend one is just a better holiday if more people seem like they were able to come yeah um the Sunday one makes for that weekend. You know, you have football. Because you got Monday as the official holiday, That's right. so it extends into Monday. And then you have all the, the great sports that you can watch, you know, yeah. too. So it, it works out really good. Like, in my old, when I was younger, not younger, but in my, my teenage and 20s, it felt like a marathon. We were hitting three or four Christmases and a day because with my family being split up and my wife's family, it felt like you're hitting three or four of these things a day. So it's not, not quite the barn burner as it was before we one or two for the weekend but now i'm all looking forward to it i know that uh all the race fans are or all the racers are out there are making their lists because we know how race car drivers are they have stuff they buy but then they also have a list of things that they're waiting for their family or wife or husbands or whatever to buy for them and that list is a little expensive for Christmas, so sometimes you have to wait for Christmas to get some of these parts. You know what I'm saying? I have a hard time figuring out what to get people. It's I tough. End up getting gift certificates. Well, your more, gift cards or work. Money to yeah, the kids. Gift <laughs> cards work really well with teenagers yeah. and, and younger because they get what exactly they want, what they're wanting at the time. So that's I a, never give clothes to anybody because first of all, I don't know what size anybody wears, yeah. and I don't know if they'd like it or not. So yeah. I've never bought clothes for people. Buy them a gift card, and they can pick up their own clothes they can themselves pick out what they want yep, it'll be. well so today kirk is um the anniversary of john lennon passing oh yeah remember that what 41 years ago yeah i was a youngster but i remember when the news came on i you remember know, howard cosell i was watching monday night football they played that on the and NFL. howard cosell made that announcement that's how i found out they, they played that on the nfl network um all if it was today or this afternoon, you know what it was, but they replayed that little bit of clip from Howard talking that yeah, that's it's uh, such a tragic thing, you know, it's so so strange to have that. And then there's another guitar player for the rock band um, Damage playing, but he was also the founding member of Pantera. He was killed on this day on stage as well, shot in the head by a deranged fan. So this is a day in rock music for a lot of the rock and roll people that um, it's a double double tragedy day and and. Like you said, if you guys were any, if you can remember where you were at when the John Lennon was killed, like I said, we'd we'd like to hear what you had to think about that. That was just that's a, something you just never forget where you were when you heard that news. You know, I, that might have been. It's kind of like when you heard when Elvis died. See, and you, you remember where you were and what you were doing when I heard that Elvis. Died. And so, what was your first major news story you remember as a kid? See that see, to me because I'm much a little younger. Ken, than, Kennedy assassination. Yeah, see, I was I wasn't born yet. So, my first the moon, and I was 68. I was born in 68. So you know, right. I didn't see the moon landing. I didn't do any, none of that. But I do remember when Elvis died. How big a deal that was in my household. What was yep. that, 77? 77. That? August of 77. So I was like nine years old. I remember that. And I remember John Lennon. 
you know, yeah. those I remember those things distinctively being on TV in front of you, you know, as as a news thing. That was those were my first two regulations of like, oh, something's happening on TV. What's going on? This isn't normal. You know, that was those are the first two things that I do remember. So, yeah, like I said, it's a tough day, but uh, middle of December in Kansas City and we haven't had any snow. So I'll take this, Kirk Elliott. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's uh, you know, we thought we were going to get a harsh Ooh. winter cold came through here a couple of weeks ago it and was bad here we go but it's warmed back up got it's a little mist nice. little mist and a little humidity this yeah. morning so we'll take that i don't know how everybody else is doing out there right. united states but midwest so far we're holding down the fort and hopefully everybody else will be able to have a very good christmas and a very rocking new year yeah so you seen any good concerts lately i i went and saw that steve vi concert at the uptown and i told scott yesterday buddy guy is doing his final tour ever he's gonna play some festivals for people but he's done touring as far after this next year so i got buddy guy tickets next for next yeah. year march uh, on scott it's scott's birthday actually the day of his birthday yeah um almost sold out kirk the uptown theater is almost completely sold out for that, that concert already and the that's a great theater salt marcus king there with scott there Good. earlier this year seen so many concerts there built in 1920 kirk that thing was that? it's amazing and they remodeled it there in the 90s and uh it's it's an awesome place, man. It's really I'm thinking about going to the Travis Tritt concert on Saturday night. How about night. that? He I've never seen Travis, and he's going to be at the Ameristar Casino on Saturday night. I've seen so a couple of concerts thinking there. Thinking about checking that out. I always like going to the the Voodoo Lounge or the Ameristar Casino back in the day, or Voodoo Lounge back in the day. Ameristar. Voodoo's at Harris. Yep, and yeah. I loved watching them. That's still open. I don't know. I think it's called something else yeah. now. But yeah, it's still it's still open. It's just another name. <laughs> I like those uh, smaller venues. They're cool. They're really yeah. intimate. You know, when we and you and Scott and Deidre went and watched Richie Kotzen play at the at Knuckleheads on the indoor, the garage. Is that a cool place or what? Really cool place. That we got to get back down there. Yeah, if you're ever in Kansas City, <clears throat> I want to see a show on the outdoor venue. Most definitely. The Almost Kiss tribute band sold that place out the other night. Yeah. They had that place sold completely wow. out. I saw photos and video of that. Place. Scott turned us on to Knuckleheads. Yeah. That, that is a great place. Yeah, I, I Johnny Dare used to talk about that years and years ago, and he, he said, I hate to talk about this place because I don't want people to know about it. That's how cool this place is because I don't want, want it to. I don't want, <laughs> don't it want to, everybody to know about it. And I don't want it to change. So, yeah, it's a really cool place. If you are ever in Kansas City, they got a really cool. It's not just your normal bar. This is a three-stage setup indoor they got three two stages indoors a big stage outdoor they got a merch building where you can go in buy merchandise of the place it's a really cool venue um parking's right there that's that's another thing as you get older kirk if the parking's bad i i may not go i i've gotten to that point now my age where i'm like the parking lot's full. Why are we here? You know, I went to the uh, Reba McIntyre concert uh -huh. down at uh, the T-Mobile Center That's here right. in Kansas City uh, here a couple of weeks ago. And I always park in the garage right a couple across, of blocks north. Right, right and north. it's usually quick in, quick out. And out this time tough. I got in a long line. I couldn't figure out why is the line taking so long. It's because they don't take cash anymore for the parking. And so everybody's You had to fiddling. run your credit card through, and it just slowed everything down. It does slow it down. We had that happen at a place where we were leaving, in the, and I can't remember where. Oh, we were staying at a hotel that had a, a card only, Yeah. and they gave you a prepaid card that you scanned in and out. To walk, and 
me tell you something. That took forever. Yeah. It slows it way down. I got stuck in that parking garage one time getting out of a concert out of the... Um, can't remember who it was and it was amazingly took forever i'd never had that hard a time getting out of that out of that same parking garage that you park in but i had a friend turn me on to one and i'm not going to mention where it's at so i'm going to try it out next time and if it's a good one i may let you know where it is because a friend of mine turned me on to one that's less than a block away that a lot of people don't use so i may i may because it's it's on the east side or the would it be the east side? Yeah, the east side of that. So I'm thinking about trying that out. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna try something different. Next most time definitely. I so hopefully. well, big news from the Man. PRI show. Uh, that's what the PRI show is all about. We have lots of announcements, schedule releases. Now the World of Outlaws released their schedules uh, some time ago, as did the Lucas Oil Late Model series. But big news from the Lucas Oil Late Model Series this morning. We'll talk more about this with Derek Kissinger coming up here in just a little bit. They have revealed a NASCAR-style chase format and a million-dollar point fund for 2023. An elimination-style format to determine their champion. Tim McCready won this year's championship, but it's going to be more like we see in late models. Uh, it's, it's got, uh, I don't know about that. I'm not a big fan of the, of the NASCAR point system, but you know, it is what it is. It, it creates a lot of interest and you know, a lot of fans do like that. But, uh, the, the biggest problem I've had with the NASCAR format, the way they have it is you have four cars down to the final race and whoever finishes ahead of the other wins the championship. I'm not sure I like where you come down to just one race at the end of the year with four drivers to determine who the champion is. But I don't know how else they'd rework it if they're going to do that. But the Lucas Oil Late Model Series has announced a similar type of format for 2023. In addition to the revitalized championship format, more than $450,000 has been added to the championship point fund. That's good. It's going to pay $200,000 to be the champion this year and over a million-dollar total point fund. And under the late new model, late model format for the Lucas Hole Late Model Series, the field will be whittled down to a final four through four rounds of eliminations. The remaining four drivers will go into the season finale at Eldora Speedway. That's where the Dirt Track World Championships are going to be this year with an equal chance to win the championship. And after the first round of eliminations, there will be 15 drivers. After the second round, the field will drop to 12. And the following, the third round, eight drivers will remain. The final round of eliminations will leave only four drivers in championship contention. So the round of 15, uh, Sonoka Road to Wheatland, May 21st at Lucas Hole Speedway for the 31st annual Show Me 100. That will be the uh, round of 15. The round of 12 will be the uh, July 15th. Lucas Hole Speedway, 17th annual Diamond Nationals. That's where we get down to the round of 12. The round of eight will be after the uh, August 28th event at Port Royal Speedway, Rumble by the River. And the round of four, uh, 
Then we'll head to Eldora Speedway for the uh, Dirt Track World Championships following the uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania Motor Speedway 37th Annual Pittsburgher. That's when they uh, cut it down to four drivers. So that's what uh, the Lucas Oil Late Model Series has set up for uh, 2023. So we'll see how it all works out. It, uh, yeah, it should create some excitement. Uh, again, I'm not a real big fan of four drivers fighting for a championship with one final race, but it's, uh, I don't see a whole lot of difference other than the Lucas Oil Late Models will be starting this early in the year. Now we get it down to 15 drivers after the Show Me 100 on Memorial Weekend. So that is the big news that is coming out of the uh, PRI show for the Lucas Oil Late Model uh, Dirt Series. And they're going to have their championship banquet on Saturday night in Indianapolis as Tim McCready is honored with the championship. He won the title over Brandon Shepard, Ricky Thornton Jr., finished third, Hudson O'Neill. Earl Pearson Jr., Tyler Erb, who won the Gateway Dirt Nationals on Saturday night, finished seventh in the points. Rookie Gilbert Garrett Albertson was seventh. Rookie Dalton Wilson with eighth. And Spencer Hughes and Ross Robinson rounded out the top ten. Rookies made up the final four positions of the top ten for the Lucas Oil Late Model Series. Another big news that uh, came out this morning, the uh, United States Auto Club has released its 2023 sprint car schedule uh, this morning. They are coming out with the midget schedule as well as the silver crown schedule uh, also today from the PRI show. They're going to Volusia Speedway Park to begin the season this year, February 13th, 14th, and then the Bubba Raceway on February 16th, 17th, and 18th. Probably the big addition to this year's schedule has to be Knoxville. They're going to Knoxville. The Corn Belt Clash will occur on June 2nd and 3rd. That's the same as Hall of Fame weekend at Knoxville. Paying $6,000 to win on Friday night, $8,000 to win on Saturday. That's not uh, like the 20000 that they paid a couple of years ago at the Corn Belt Nationals. But, hey, it's good to see non-wing sprint cars back at Knoxville this year. Uh, talked about that uh, just a few weeks ago uh, with the new Knoxville Raceway General Manager, Jason Reed. And they couldn't quite confirm it because not all the I's were dotted and the T's were crossed yet. But now that it's on the... USAC schedule. It's coming to Knoxville June 2nd through the 3rd. I don't see them coming back to Lakeside Speedway this year as they were uh, last year, but a couple of other big events are at Port Royal Speedway on June the 17th. Uh, they go to Angel Park Speedway up in Wisconsin on June 25th. That'll be an interesting event for the non-wing sprint cars, more of a, a midget uh, track more than anything else. And uh, a couple of other uh, first-time venues that uh, is hosting the National USAC Sprint Cars uh, this year that have been added to the event. The new venues include uh, Texas Rocket Raceway Park, Pennsylvania's Action Track USA, Illinois' Macon Speedway, and Oklahoma's Red Dirt Raceway will be hosting USAC National uh, Sprint Car Events and Volusia Raceway Park. They've uh, never been to Volusia Speedway Park. Uh, 
for the USAC non-wing sprint car. So that schedule has come out this morning. And so we expect to see the uh, midget schedule to be coming out shortly and the silver crown schedule uh, following that uh, here a little bit later on this afternoon from the PRI show. I was a little disappointed not to see the USAC at Lakeside, Kirk. That was yeah. You know that they <clears> didn't <throat> have that big of a crowd at Lakeside. I know it, last and that's year. and that's, I don't. That's the problem. That's the thing. I don't blame them for not wanting to come back. I'm just kind of disappointed in the the turnout that we put for them. You know, I, race fans are race fans. You got to come out there and support these yep. these Steve because eventually. This may be all you have coming through town some in some towns is, is specials. You talked about it as well, Kirk. Some tracks are going to specials only. And uh, I, they were supposed to be at US, US 36 Raceway, too, but it got rained got out. Got rained out. So, so but, I thought that the lakeside would draw more because of, yeah. you know, all the – it was. An, it, but you're right. I went out by there, and it wasn't a big, big draw. Um, I don't know. Maybe they need to pair it up with another – Maybe out, you know, the I-70 – Raceway Park would yeah, be. I'm, there's got they got to do something, but I I was just really surprised. I, I hate it that they're not coming yeah, to Kansas. City. I was really surprised to see that because that's an annual stop for those guys and rolling through here. So you know that's that's kind of sad. So the other big news uh, out of NASCAR: John Hunter Nemechek will be driving an Xfinity car full time in 2023 for Toyota Racing. If you recall, he was driving for Kyle Busch Motorsports Toyota in the NASCAR. Uh, Craft Camping World Truck Series, now called the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series for 2023. John Hunter Nemechek uh, was a driver for Kyle Busch Motorsports, but he also had inked a contract with Toyota. And when Kyle Busch announced that he was going over to Richard Childress Racing and driving a Chevrolet in the Cup Series, uh, that meant that his truck teams were going to have to be Chevrolet. Well, John Hunter Nemechek had a personal services contract with Toyota that our Lee Spencer confirmed yeah, we got that when they up. were here at Kansas City in uh, September. So we knew that John Hunter Nemechek was going to stay with Toyota. Well, he is at that uh, going to be driving the number 20 Xfinity car Toyota for Joe Gibbs Racing in 2023. So that news came out this morning. And our Lee Spencer broke that Thor Sports Racing has uh, confirmed from several sources to Racing Boys that they will be switching back to Ford in 2023. They had every manufacturer uh, in 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 the camp since they started truck racing in 1996 when Terry Cook was the driver. Uh, Thor Sport Racing they they won championships with Matt Crafton as well as Ben Rhodes. Uh, but they were started out with Chevrolet in 96 through 2011. They were with Toyota from 2012 through 2017. Then they switched to Ford in 2018 and was there for three seasons before coming back to Toyota in 2021 where they had Toyota back for two seasons. Now they're going to go back to Ford in 2023. We've never seen a race team of any of the top series in NASCAR switch back and forth from manufacturers as much as Thor Sport has done. But uh, Racing Boys has confirmed through uh, several sources that Ford will be the uh, brand for Thor Sport in 2023 in the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. Yeah, you can find that story 
you can find that story on our homepage, Lee, and Lee Spencer's scoop page. We've got that. We're showing a little clip of that on the on the, in that little box window you see in your little corner there. But that's uh, good stuff. Lee's always getting the getting the scoop on that. And uh, yeah, you see teams moving, Kirk, but never juggle back and forth, <laughs> juggle back and forth, and and hit the gamut like that. So yeah, that's something something strange there. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk with Derek Kissinger of Flow Racing. He was at the Dome in St. Louis for the Gateway Dirt Nationals that were just concluded. Tyler Erb with an emotional victory, announcing in Victory Lane that his father had suddenly died. And uh, Derek will come on talk about that event and what's going on in the world of dirt late model racing. When we come back, you're watching... And listening to Mostly Motorsports, Scott Trailer headed toward the PRI show. I'm sitting in for you today, and we'll come back with Derek Kessinger here in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com. Serving the racing community for over 30 years. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. So here at Specialty Sportswear, in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, to make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Missouri's must play away. Osage National Golf Resort. Three nine-hole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first-class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. 
It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. Welcome back. I'm Kirk Elliott sitting in for Scott Trailer. PRI show is going on this week. Lots of news being announced. A big story in the uh, late model ranks. Let's bring on Derek Kessinger from Flow Racing. Derek, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Just here in Indy, uh, enjoying the sights and sounds and Schedule releases are happening, and a whole bunch of neat stuff's happening in the dirt late model world. Uh, it's been a good uh, good morning so far. Boy, that's uh, something else. Lucas Oil just announcing a big uh, story, a chase for the championship, elimination-style format, kind of like what NASCAR's got. Your thoughts about that? Yeah, so basically they're going to start off with 15, then they're going to eliminate down to 8 and midway through the season. Then the, or they're going to go to 15, 12. Eight, and then after the Pittsburgh 100, which is the second-to-last race, they're going to go to four guys. And those four guys are going to duke it out at Eldora Speedway, which the Dirt Track World Championship got moved there for next year. And whoever finishes ahead of who, you know, gets that $200,000 payday. Second place is 150, third place is 125, and fourth place is 100,000. And if you lead all the stages and get fourth place, you're going to still walk away with $140,000 on the year. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna. We know how this works. If anybody follows NASCAR, it's gonna be interesting. But the big thing is, it starts so early. Uh, get it down to the fifteen drivers after the Show Me One Hundred and Memorial Weekend. That's early in the season, isn't it? Yeah, so it's gonna have to tell drivers, hey, if you're gonna run this series, you want to be able to win the championship. You got to start, you know, right out of the gate. You can't fall behind the eight ball because you don't want to get eliminated. You want to try to just stay you know, in reach of being in the elimination spots, which I think is pretty cool. I think a guy that, you know, finishes 15th at Speed Weeks, barely sneaks by at 11th, and all of a sudden he gets on a hot streak. Then he gets into that final eight and four that we can maybe see a Cinderella story. But also on the other end, if you're the guy that leads in the whole stinking time and then you lose at that last race, that could be heartbreaking. But overall, talked to a lot of drivers are, you know, very pleased about this as long as, you know, they're giving out more money and trying new things, I think they all agreed that, hey, this is pretty cool. Well, that's the big story, uh, really. I mean, the, the elimination-style format's one thing, but now they upped the ante on the purse money, a, thou a million dollars total uh, 
prize fund for the point championship. That That's quite an increase. I see uh, $200,000 to the winner. We see the World of Outlaws paying around $150,000. So Lucas Oil really stepped up the game here, didn't they? Yeah, and then just over the last couple of years, you know, every, all the stuff being streamed on all the platforms, on all the platforms, and um, I think they're like, you know what, we got to, you know, up the ante a little bit. Uh, these drivers bust their butt all season long and race with us, and we want to, you know, give back to them. And yeah, a million dollars in short track oval racing, and especially dirt. I never thought the day I would ever see that for a points fund, and just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And I think the sport's growing; more eyes are watching it. It's good for the sponsors that you know give money to the teams that they're getting showed out a little bit. And then, of course, Lucas still has great. Uh, sponsors throughout the entire year to help you know pay that points fund and I think just talking to them as well they're very excited to be a part of the Lucas Oil family and it's gonna be a fun race season for them and it's gonna be a fun race season and uh, dirt late model as a whole because there's just so much going on. Yeah Eldora Speedway uh, you know the dirt track world championships switching from uh, Portsmouth over to Eldora Speedway to two major big time events and you know the world 100 is big in itself but you know, you come back a month later for that Dirt Track World Championship and add that Final Four, you know, to win the championship as part of that final race over there. Eldora, I guess, would be an appropriate place to have it, wouldn't it? Yeah, and, you know, the purists of uh, the sport, they might not be a big fan of it because the Dirt Track World Championship started in that Ohio Valley, West Virginia area, specifically Pennsboro in West Virginia in the Mountaineer State. And, but, you know, looking at it, They've had it at Portsmouth. I think this race could go anywhere because it just has so much historical significance. And I talked to Carl Short with an interview this afternoon. He's saying, Earl came up with me in 2001 and asked if I wanted to do the Dirt Track World Championship there. And at the time, he said, you know what? I don't think I can do that just five weeks after the World 100. But now with, like, Lucas Oil being involved and, you know, being streamed, I think Carl is realizing, hey, this thing could work at the world's greatest dirt track in October, a place you know – you can start deep in the field and win this thing. You know, Portsmouth, a lot of the drivers didn't like the track surface as much, and you had to start up front to win that majority of the time. So I think the drivers are excited for it. I think that definitely the fans will be excited for it just because they know they're going to go into the weekend seeing a tight point battle, and it could be anybody's game. How much has this XR Super Series uh, changed the ball game and up the ante for everybody? Hey, I mean, can't just be around the bush. They you know, put a lot of money into it. Um, and then that up the game for, you know, Blow Night in America, the World of Outlaws, WRG events, Summer Nationals, and now Lucas Oil. I mean, very good if you're a driver. It's exciting for the fans because you know every single race you're going to is going to be, you know, battling for big-time money. And I think, you know, all the storylines that you'll have each and every week when you're following your drivers on all those streaming services is very beneficial as well. So, it's a, it's a very interesting time in the you know late model world, and everybody's following suit, just trying to make everybody happy, and I think it's a good thing because we've been stagnant in the sport for a long time where, you know, $10,000, we were racing for that, you know, 30 years ago, and, you know, I think the eyes of promoters and streamers and the drivers saying, hey, we need to put more money back into this. We need to be racing for bigger money because it is out there, and I think teams and streaming services are capitalizing on it right now. Let's uh, highlight the uh, 2022 season. Jonathan Davenport, over $2 million earned, including that million-dollar race 
at Eldora Speedway back in June. Just kind of talk about his season. He was dominant in a lot of these crown jewel races this year. I mean, it was the year of Superman. He said going to the Eldora Million, it was the one race that he was concerned about. He said the season didn't start until after he left Eldora. He was determined. He's the modern Eldora guru. He's won so many crown jewels since 2015. He got the job done in that summer where he just won Cedar Lake, Batesville, uh, the North South 100. He won his first ever Knoxville Nationals. That car and that race team was dialed in. And I never thought I would ever see another driver win a million dollars unless they had a million-dollar race. And if you just take that out of the equation, he won a million dollars in the other races throughout the season. That's just unbelievable. I mean, he just had a phenomenal year. And, I, I mean, something we'll be talking about for a long time, in my opinion. And I think he's going to, you know, continue that momentum because, as you know now, there's no off season anymore. It's kind of tough for guys that, you know, gain traction on other drivers just because you're racing so much. So I think he'll have a big year. Now, if he tops $2 million next year, then we, we, I mean, that'll be the most amazing thing I've ever seen in racing. But the year he had was just great. Uh, he had that great season in 2015 and he kind of, you know, doubled down here in 2022 and just, it, it was awesome to see. We just witnessed greatness this season and it was uh, just something I'll always remember you know, covering the sport of dirt late model racing that, I mean, I don't think it might not be, it might not be matched in my lifetime ever again. Well, he was set up so well, he'd start up front a lot of those 100 lap races because he qualified so well and got himself into position on the preliminary nights to start up front and win a lot of those races. He went wire to wire in several of them. Yeah, I think there was three straight, three straight weeks where he led 100 laps. So, so 300 competitive laps that he led. Um, but you know, when you got that ball rolling, it's just kind of like a big avalanche. It just keeps building up and building up. And when you're hot, you're hot. When you're cold, you're cold. And some drivers, they might win one or two, but they just can't get her done. And JD, from the time he unloaded until the time he was in victory lane, he was just dialed in that car. Every time he got on the racetrack was just stuck. And, you know, he just continued that greatness throughout the entire season. He may have had a slow start. Didn't get his first one until April, but once he got his first one, it just kept piling on. And, you know, I think the teams or other teams in the pit area were scratching their heads like, man, how are we going to be able to beat J.D.? And I, I'm still guessing they're probably thinking the same thing. How can he beat Superman next year in 2023? Is Eldor going to put on another million-dollar race? That, that, the only way that can happen is to get over $2 million is to have another million-dollar to win race, right? I believe there's in the works of it, but I don't, I don't think that next year there will be one for late models. And I don't know I'm hearing some other things that maybe it might be in another, you know, another division, but don't quote me on that. But I think they're going to take a couple of years off maybe for the billing, which I think it's kind of cool. Cause yeah, it's kind of like, you know, like kind of like the world cup in soccer, you don't have to have it every year, but when you do have it, it's kind of like this huge big time event. And I think that, you know, if we do it every so often, and when you come back to the biggie for the million dollar race, you'll have like different drivers in, competing in it i think it'd be pretty cool to you know do it every other year but i don't i don't think there's any plans of having it next year i could be wrong but that's just my gut feeling it was 21 years between the the last one when donnie moran won right yeah so that's why when they announced it last november the social media went like wildfire and people were just saying hey we're going to enter this you had like kyle larson was there you had tyler courtney there and you just had guys from you know different disciplines of racing wanted to compete in a million dollar to win race so We'll have to wait and see. Eldora, they always have trick up their sleeves, Tony and the gang over there. So it'll be very interesting what they're going to do moving forward. 
Uh, what other uh, news are you uh, seeing break at the PRI show in the dirt late model world? Well, they had the World of Outlaws news that came yesterday. They're going to be up in their purses and money towards their points fund. So both series, you know, gaining traction and trying to get drivers to come run their series because at the end of the day, the drivers in their minds think, hey, what is the best option for me? So both, you know, series directors, Steve Francis and Rick Schwally, I'm sure they went out to the competitors and said, hey, what do we need to do here? And they're kind of following, not they're following two listening to the drivers and, you know, trying to make it bigger and better for their series. So that's one thing to keep an eye on. Uh, there's going to be some big news breaking tomorrow about, a you know, a driver running the World of Outlaws. I can't give the full details, but it'll be released tomorrow morning. It's a pretty big-time name teaming up with a race team that's, you know, well-established. So that'll be some great news that you'll catch tomorrow. Hey, let's talk about the champions this year. Dennis Herb Jr. wins the championship in the World of Outlaw late models, and it's, it's pretty interesting. Heather Line his crew chief, just the two of them there that work on that race car. That was quite an accomplishment for the those two, the only people on the whole team. They show up and they work together for, for that. Uh, man, what an accomplishment they had this year. Yeah, and I'm from Illinois, just like Dennis Herb Jr. I've seen him race my entire life. and That guy is just late model to the bone. Um, he's a quiet, reserved guy, but when he goes on the racetrack, he can you know put on a show. He's always grinding driving up and down the road, him and Heather. Uh, to him, to win that championship, at, you know, the AT was around, you know, 51. It's pretty impressive. That guy's paid his dues. He's uh, worked his ass off and to win that big-time paycheck for the World of Outlaws. Now, I know some people might think, well, you know, hey, Chris Madden and Brandon Shepard weren't on the tour. They dropped off. It wasn't as, you know, stiff competition. Well, when they dropped off, Dennis Herb Jr. was still winning the point. So, at the, end, at the end of the day, it was just see a, it was just good to see an Illinois driver, a guy I grew up watching since I was a little pup, win that championship because he's paid his dues, he's grinded, and uh, he's a racer. He's just a racer, and that's I uh, appreciate just the hard work ethic he has done throughout his entire career. And he was a well-deserved championship, and you know that paycheck looked pretty good at the end of the year for him. And Tim McCready gets it done in the Lucas Hole Late Models. He'll be honored on Saturday night. Yeah, he's uh, the the face of points racing, I tell him all the time. That guy's consistent, smooth, uh, wins his third national championship, his second in a row with the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. And, you know, you're always watching the races. You're watching like a Tyler, Bobby Pierce, Brandon Shepard, you know, hitting that cushion, putting on a show, and then all of a sudden you look up and here's Tim McCready, top threes, top fours, a victory here or there. He's just so consistent. He knows how to use his tires. He knows how to manage his equipment. He respects, uh, you know, Donald Bradshaw, his car owner, and his stuff. He doesn't go out there and try to junk other people. He's just a very smooth, professional driver, and he learned that in the big block days. And he's a uh, he's when you have all these young guys making the noise, and you still have these savvy veterans uh, winning the championships on both sides. They're saying, "Hey, you know what? You guys will have your time soon. We're not done yet." I never, I don't think I've ever seen a victory lane like we witnessed at the Dome at America Center on Saturday night for the uh, Gateway Dirt Nationals. Tyler Erb hugging his mother before we even knew what was going on. But that victory lane was about as emotional as anything I've ever seen. Tyler Erb, the winner, $30,000. That'll be a win for a lifetime for him after what we found out occurred just a few days before that. Yeah, and I'm 
I will not beat around the bush. Tyler Herb's one of my, you know, good friends. We're close to the same age. We kind of grew up in the sport together, both on the road of the Summer Nationals when he first started out in the World of Outlaws. And I would talk to him throughout that week. We did a one-lap, one-beer special on Friday night. You, you wouldn't even know anything was wrong. He was just typical turbo. I just couldn't imagine how much the pain and, you know, just all the emotions that was running through him that entire weekend. Um, to do that, to probably win that race, you know, just, I don't know, it's either some higher power or just that's how the cookie, you know, the cookie crumbles or how the stars align. Just a magical night for him and him and his mom embracing each other. And I had no idea, just like everybody else in that building, that, you know, just the heartbreak that him and his mom and his family, you know, had to deal with his passing of his dad there on Wednesday night at the Dome. And, man, it was something I'll never forget and something that a lot of people, you know, will always remember. Um, I know it was probably a tough thing for, you know, Tyler to admit that up, you know, in victory lane, but he grew up right before our eyes on that night. And then people are on the fence with him to begin with. I think he gained a lot of respect just from, you know, fans, drivers, competitors, uh, industry people, just, man, just imagine what he was going through that whole week, losing your dad. Because at the end of the day, everybody wants to win, but there's bigger things than the sport that we cover. Family is more important and, just something like that you can never control. And I think a lot of people just it kind of hit home with them. And to see a guy that's just so emotional and that raw uh, just emotion in victory lane was pretty special. And I know he's tough as nails. And I know I wish him nothing but the best and the condolences to him and his uh, mom because I'm sure it was a tough time. But it was a, a very uh, it was a very memorable moment that I'll never forget. He almost didn't say it at all at Blake Anderson. Uh, asked the question, you know, you looked emotional there, and that that's what kind of brought him out. But there, there, I, it looked like he was not going to announce that. Yeah, once he said that, that place you could hear a needle drop. Everybody was just so silent, listening to what Tyler has, and I'm, there was plenty of waterworks for just people in the stands. Um, yeah, it was just unbelievable, and that's just how turbo is. He's the most unselfish person that he would do all these interviews all week. Yeah. Not say anything, you know, didn't want to make it all about him. He wanted to go out there and race. Cause that's what his dad wanted to do. And to win it. I mean, you can't, that's just like something out of a movie. It seems like. So yeah, it was, uh, Blake did a good job there. I think everybody handled it very well. And it was, yeah, it was kind of a very shocking news, obviously, but you could just, you could definitely feel in the dome, just how the mood changed. They're like, man, we feel for Tyler. I don't think I've ever heard a crowd reaction at any racetrack like we heard in St. Louis after that. Oh, the dome is unbelievable. It could be a flip. It could be that memorable victory lane. Uh, it was very heartwarming. The Tyler uh, Carpenter and Hudson O'Neill incident. Uh, Kenny Wallace getting out of his car to be made. Like, it is mind-boggling how loud it is in there. Just the buzz. When Kenny Wallace made that pass in the B-Main, that it woke up the dome because let's just – a minute, those heat races were kind of long, boring, a lot of yeah. yellows. And when you want that, that place just – you can just feel the, the buzz all weekend or for the rest of the night. It's just it, – it's the racing might, might might not be the best at times, but when they got it uh, – when they got it dialed in there and the, just the vintage moment, you just like – well, you'll just remember those forever. You know, I, I don't know if, if that yellow flag hadn't come out there with about seven or eight laps to go that uh, Will Harrington would have lost that right. I, you know, I don't know if Tyler Erb would have had a chance had that yellow not come out. What do you think? Yeah, Will Harrington, uh, just one of the up-and-comers in uh, the late model world, had a great car all weekend. He's making his dome debut just like Turbo was, and he was 
he worked his butt off to get to the lead there, passing up Cody Bauer there about the halfway point. Just when he thought he was going to win, the yellow comes out. He messed up on that restart, and then he eventually, you know, uh, did not finish. But, yeah, I'm with you. I thought he was definitely going to win. Turbo was kind of gaining ground, but really wasn't. It was uh, his race to lose. Just, the, you know, the chips didn't fall his way, but he was so dang proud of himself. His race team was excited. His parents were, you know, very proud of him. It was a, it was a great moment for Will Harrington. And, you know, that's what the Dome is so special. A guy like Will Harrington, yes, he's a great driver in the Southeast, but people know his name now because he had such a great run because all eyes are on the Dome in December. Boy, I know the track was a little bit rough in spot, but as a fan, you can't ask for more action than what you got there on Saturday night. Well, it's like racing in the winter, as Don O'Neill yeah. said last year. Uh, yeah, I think you need that character. We saw on Thursday night there was really no character. It was kind of just, you know, just kind of like a regular night, the dirt track, where nothing too dramatic happened. And then obviously Friday happened. It was a lot rougher. We had some fireworks. And that kind of was like what the Dome is all about. And I think drivers going into it now expect the track to be rough like that, but I think you need it to be a little rough to make it uh, have some character and drivers can move around and stuff like that. So you're going to take a little bit of time off before you kick them back up, Wild West Shootout? What's uh, what's next? Yeah, we're going to celebrate or, uh, celebrate the holidays, have a good time. We'll be at Motto. Uh, before you know it, we're shaping up to be a good field, all $10,000. Uh, during the prelims and then the finales, you know, a little bit more. Uh, great field of cars. Kyle Larson is planning on coming, did, uh, skipping the Chili Bowl, yep. you know, like Brandon Shepard, Mike Marler. It's just a track perfect for the drivers because the ones that are coming out there fit that driving style. We're going to have elbows up, sliders galore. It's, it's going to be a good time, and Vado is one of the nicest facilities in the country. So if you're on the fence about coming or not, you need to get out there to New Mexico because it's a great time, and, you know, what better way to hang out in uh, New Mexico in the wintertime and see some good racing. And, folks, if you don't have a Flow subscription, you got to get one. The amount of races that you get for, what, $150 for the year, and you guys do a great job of getting the archives and everything up there. Uh, just uh, that that is a must subscription if you're any kind of a race fan with the amount of races that you get on Flow. Oh, yeah, we got drag racing uh, snowmobiles, late models. We got pretty much anything that can go in a go in a circle or a road course and has wheels. So it's a very good deal. We have so many races, and I think it's a good thing because we're drag people can watch dirt racing, dirt racing can watch drag. You can kind of see other different uh, disciplines of racing, and I think that's what we need in this uh, motorsports world. Got you got live video right now of the PRI on flow yeah. right now. So. Announcements being made as we speak. As we speak, got I'm going to let you get back to it, Derek. You got you got a busy day out there at the in Indianapolis, so we appreciate you spending some time with us. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I love coming on the show. You guys can have me on anytime. Uh, you guys have a great holiday, and uh, can't wait to see what 2023 brings for everybody. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Derek. All right, thank you. All right, there he is, Derek Kessinger from Flow Racing. And we're going to take this break. We're going to come back and wrap up the show right after these words were brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. 
Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com, serving the racing community for over 30 years. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix, it works. Here at Specialty Sportswear, in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, and make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Missouri's must play away. Osage National Golf Resort. Three nine-hole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first-class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil. It works. 
You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. One thing I wanted to mention uh, while I had Derek on the air, Flow Racing uh, is, uh, you know, we talked about that. He works for Flow Racing, but also Dirt on Dirt, which is a great website if you're a late model fan. Uh, they've got, uh, you know, a whole activity of uh, information on Dirt on Dirt now from the PRI show with all the breaking news over there, including this morning's announcement from Lucas Hole. They're going to a championship chase-style format and all the schedule releases and everything and articles and so forth. So it's a must website if you're a dirt late model fan, dirtondirt.com. So check that out. Uh, the Hall of Fame in Knoxville will be giving away a brand new 2023 Z06 Corvette with a Z07 performance package in 2023. It's a pearl white metallic tricoat color along with $25,000 cash. They're going to be drawn for this thing on August 19th, which is the week after the Knoxville Nationals this year. So you got plenty of time to get entered in this thing, raise money for the Hall of Fame. They've been giving away a Corvette for some years now. And here are some of the uh, features on that 2023 Z06 Corvette. 760 horsepower, 5.5 LT6 V8 engine. That's like a race car. You don't need that, Kirk. That's a lot of horsepower. 670 horsepower, it says. If you go 8,600 RPM. If you win you think a, I can handle that, Scott? Or yeah, Todd? I've, I've seen you handle the Ferrari, and it had that about that horsepower. I think it was 600 and something. And uh, We they ran made, those cars on the uh, road course on the road Kansas course. Speedway. And we had, to take a, we had to take a test and everything. So I think you're roadworthy. It may, you may have to do a refresher. It's been a few years, though. Yeah, well... I, I don't know. If you buy, if you win this, Kirk. That'd be a cool car to have, though, wouldn't it? If the Racing Boys or Kirk Elliott wins this, you may see this thing up for auction a second time. We may be auctioning this thing off for Racing Boys. That'll keep us in business about another five. <laughs> <laughs> well, the chances of us winning that thing are I don't know. Well, that. We, you know, we, bought, we buy our share of tickets for that. Like you said, it isn't about winning. It's about the cause, and the cause is a yeah, good right. cause. That's for sure up there. It is, and uh, so check that out. Uh, get registered for that. And also, we're just a little over a week away from giving away the Sprint Car. The Sprint that? Car raffle will be drawn on Friday, December 16th at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. And uh, this is a semi-annual thing. They don't do this every year, but this year, a 2022 Triple X chassis Powered by Moyle Racing Engines. It's a 410 sprint car and uh, will be given away this year on the 16th of this month. That's also the same day they're going to be announcing the new inductees for the 2023 Hall of Fame. So it's going to be a big day, big day. at the National Hall of Fame. So get entered into that. Go to SprintCarRaffle.com to get entered into the sprint car or you can give them a call at Area code 641-842-6176, 641-842-6176, or sprintcarraffle.com to get entered into 
the uh, sprint car raffle. And as far as the Corvette is concerned, uh, you go to... Enter, Z, enter at uh, winaz06corvette.com. That's it. I was looking for that. I had but it. Right, you popped we, that in there. Yeah, we got it right here on the screen. Everybody can see it. It's that way. Well, let me tell you, that's a sharp. winaz06corvette.com. That's perfect. That's a nice looking ride. Yeah. I like it. I like this one a little better than the one they, the blue one that they had the last time. I like this one here. This is a, a really cool. I saw yeah. one. I saw one of these. I don't know if it was the exact. Obviously, it probably wasn't with the sport package, but I saw a new Z06 on the road the other day, and man, they they sound cool when they come by you, and they look cool as they as they creep up on you. There, it's a cool looking ride. Yeah. So uh, anyway, plenty of time to get. Uh, entered into that, and uh, again, August 19th will be when they draw for the Corvette. Did you see uh, they've got the tickets on sale at Kansas Speedway for the uh, spring race? I saw that uh, the already. Spring NASCAR weekend. How about Kansas that? Speedway. Let's hopefully this year we get a good a good uh, weekend. No no rain in that early race, and no cold in that late race. But yeah, that's. Uh, Back before I was working with the racing boys, I was. This was the weekend you when they released those, the days of the tickets and when everything. This is when you look forward to it. You know, I used to buy when it was a season ticket package, Kirk, and it was about all four tickets. You got an Indy ticket, a NASCAR truck ticket, and you got an Xfinity race. It was called uh, Bush back then, and then you get the NASCAR back then. That's I used to have all four of those and. You did? Yeah, and I used to sell my um, Saturday tickets, the truck race and the other one, to help pay for my season ticket package so I could go see the Indy cars and the NASCARs because that, that was some good racing back in the day. This will be the Advent Health 400 race weekend. It's a week earlier than last year. That. If you remember, it was on Mother's Day weekend last year. Yes, it was. This year it's on May 6th and 7th, which I think Pat Warren will like because yep. he uh, – if that had fell on the same weekend this year, the president of Kansas Speedway would have had to pick and choose where to go. Again, his, uh, yep. you, don't, you don't want to. Do, he, he, he talked about that with him out there yeah. at the Speedway. And that's, uh, is it his daughter's graduation? I think it is, yeah. yes. And so, yeah, it's he was juggling it last year with something else, too. So it's this will be a good weekend. That'll be good. And with Advent Health, they're the new sponsor. Been for the last couple of years now. Um, I think it was last year we were out there yep. and did the. Uh, the sponsor yeah ross chastain had uh, advent right. health as the sponsor and he was and out he there he was out there smashing and watermelon he had won a truck race at kansas speedway and i think it was 2019 but didn't throw a watermelon on the track at that time i've got we've got so a, he made up for it by throwing a watermelon in victory lane that's right i've got a we, we got a we still got that and now up. he's become even more famous that's after that say. movie made at martinsville Think about that, Kirk. When we talked to him at that, like you said, we stood out there and talked to him for quite a while, you know, and and one-on-one interview. And I even asked him about the watermelon farming and everything. And, and man, has everything changed for that guy since that day? I mean, you know, he was on an uptick right there, but, man. He made the move of a lifetime. Things have changed. The miracle to make it into the Final (laughs) Four at Phoenix. His ticket just got a little little pricier. He uh, NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series will be in action that weekend in May of next year. Arkham Menard Series uh, will be there as well. And so that's going to be a big weekend. And then September, 
Uh, they'll have the second weekend at Kansas Speedway. That's uh, weekend of September 8th through the 10th for the Hollywood Casino 400 weekend. It's coming back in September this year, which we're very happy it's to basically see. basically the same weekend, same, same exact weekend. This week it fell on the 11th, but it'll be the same exact weekend in, in September. So that's good. We like that. I enjoyed that race out there. That was a good, other than the fact it went head-to-head against the Chiefs game, that was the only only thing. It was kind of tough opening season, opening game. So, But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good year this year out there at Kansas Speedway. I think they're going to have, um, they're starting to bring back a lot more fan amenities, like in the concourse areas and out in the area. Back, you know, a long, long time ago, you could come up without a ticket roll into Kansas Speedway over there on that backside. They let you in over there, and you could go in there and, and shop all the vendors they used to have parked out there. You know, that's kind of changed how they've how it's set up now. But um, I look forward to when they have it wide open like that because it, it sure does make the, I don't know, it, it makes the town, it, it hops, man. When you're there, you, you can tell the difference when NASCAR is in town, when there used to be, cars at every place you know there'd be three or four cars in town kirk with drivers signing autographs at places and stuff and i'd like to see nascar kind of get back to that promotional side you got some young drivers i'm sure they don't make the money like they used to so therefore these would be some great uh, you know chances for these guys to get out there and and yeah i need to create more of a buzz for the week i do just like the old days you know some towns don't need the buzz yeah um you don't want to say Kansas isn't a place to head, but man, just just come in here that week and boy, you remember Kirk? We used to do interviews with drivers all week. They'd come in a week early and they were here. We were all over the place. One be at one place and one be at another. But I like that uh, earlier weekend in May next year. I think that'll work out a lot better. Yeah, I love that. Uh, USAC has just announced its midget schedule. We were watching uh, the announcement up there. Pat Sullivan was on the stage on Flow Racing here just a while ago. And they're going to open up at Kokomo Speedway for the National Midget Series on April 21st and 22nd. And here's a big one, Todd. They're going to go to Belleville. They're returning to Belleville, but they're going to run on the short track, not the big half mile. Oh, wow. I was getting ready to ask, so no, not on the big one. This is May 19th and 20th. This is a big news item on the USAC Midget schedule, $4,000 to win on May 19th, $6,000 to win on May 20th. And then they're going to go to Sweet Springs for a $6,000 to win show the night after that. So midget fans and open wheel fans in the Kansas City area, you got three big nights. You go to Belleville for two nights, May 19th and 20th, and Sweet Springs on May 21st. Up next year, that uh, that is something to take a look at. And uh, I was just looking down through the uh, schedule of some of the other events that may be different than what they've had in the past. They're going to be at Angel Park Speedway, September third, fourth. That's over the Labor Day weekend, and then the Four Crown Nationals on September twenty second and twenty third at Eldora Speedway. Then they head out west. They'll go to Bakersfield, Placerville, Merced, and Turkey Night to round up the season just like they did this year. So USAC announcing it. Lots of doings on the USAC side. And so uh, we'll talk more about what's going on at the PRI show. Hear from Scott Trailer tomorrow. I'm not exactly sure who we're going to have on the air tomorrow, but uh, 
We'll be here sitting in for Scott. And then Saturday morning, we'll uh, play mm -hmm. some of the highlights from the week on uh, Track Talk, which begins at 8 o'clock on Saturday morning. And you can also listen to that show on Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City. If you're on the car, out in the car, or in your house, you want to listen to the real radio dial, we're still on the radio dial, Kirk. The actual yep. dial on your radio. In the 8 That's section, 810. 50,000-watt blowtorch. blowtorch. It's a beast. You can be in Nebraska. You can be in western Kansas. You can be down in Oklahoma. Or you can be out in western Missouri or eastern Missouri, and you can pick up that station. It just yeah. carries, man. It just carries. That's all we've got for today. We're going to be back here tomorrow sitting in for Scott. For Todd Surprise, my partner Scott Trailer. I'm Kirk Elliott. Thank you for tuning in for Mostly Motorsports, brought to you by Lucas Oil. We'll talk to you tomorrow.